Roll. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and today on Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Jack's Diaries, and they have a new album called Riverside Motel, which is released on May 14th. Right now, I'm being joined by Jackson himself to share some more information. Yeah. Thank you, John, for having me. Absolutely great to have you on. I dig the stuff. I like your room. You know. Thank you. <laughs> this is my studio, the band studio. We produce everything ourselves, and then we we uh, asked Kane Truco for help. So he is the one that did all the mastering. Uh, in, he took care about the mastering side of Riverside Motel. Okay, but you did the mixing. Yeah, we did the recordings, the editing, and the mixing of the album, and yeah. And then we sent everything over to Kane Churko, which is also the Five Finger Death Punch producer and the Stoop producer. So we had the chance to work with him, and we are super grateful for that. Yeah. How did you end up working with him? Did you just send an email, or how did that work? No, it's not that easy. Uh, so we are lucky enough to have such an amazing working team. And uh, our uh, band manager, Sam McIntosh from Diamond Noise Agency, uh, got in contact with Kane Churko, and here we are. I mean, we needed to pass through Sam first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine a guy of that stature has a management team that filters things. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Now, I'm curious, why him? Good question. Uh, the thing is, we... We with Rio Samotel, what we wanted to show was that we di- didn't really want to put ourselves ourselves in a box, and so we in the in River Samotel itself, you can you'll be able to hear and listen to a lot of different music genres. Uh, but we felt like the kind of we wanted we wanted a top quality product. That's what we wanted. So we needed somebody that was able to give us you know that top quality. Um, that's so quality to the project that you know will make it uh, competitive in the in the business in the market. So Kane Churgo is definitely one of the I mean best producers uh, of the world right now. So yeah, we are super lucky to be working with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, now comes the next crazy question, which is if you guys wanted the top product, I'm not saying you don't. But mm-hmm. why not go to a studio and record at a full studio instead of in your guys' space there? Mm, nice question. Uh, we actually have a pretty uh, big studio, at least for Italy. So it's a pretty well-known studio. And the uh, all the instrumentation that we're using to record the, the songs are top quality. But the thing... Uh, the thing was that we wanted to save some money because we knew we, I mean, we had to spend a lot of money for the videos themselves, for the promotion and uh, for the ads. Uh, all we do is promoting through ads. So, I mean, Google ads, of course. So that, that that stuff is pretty expensive because it's real. It's organic. It's not, it's not fake. That's what we want. We want to build a solid, you know, fan base and, you know, get the name out there. So we wanted to save some money, and that's why we did everything by ourselves and just sent the, the song for the mastering to Kane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. Now, uh, take us through this 
These mu actually, let's talk about the music videos because you mentioned the music videos. You guys wanted to spend some some money on them, and it looks like you did. They look like great music videos. What was the plan for those? They seem like little storylines. Is there a story to the to the record itself? Um, we are treating at least for this album, uh, you know, each song individually. So there's not a whole concept. There's no a concept. Uh, we are treating it. Each song has its own video. And it's strictly related to the song itself. Okay. Uh, we first start every time we, you know, produce or write new music. We start with a concept, and then we write like the soundtrack for that type of concept. And uh, that's why, you know, with "Came Down to Say I," we felt like the right video to do was, you know, in a far west type of situation, and. Uh, and for this last one, we wanted to recreate a sort of Mad Max, you know, situation. And, um, and yeah, videos are playing a major role in our band. <laughs> I will say that definitely. Okay. Yeah. And did you guys do all of these shots in Italy or did you travel uh, to get some desert stuff? It looks like the so, desert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we traveled through Italy. And, of course, I mean, in the last... The last couple of years were pretty strange for the entire, you know, world. So we didn't have the chance to travel outside the country, and even inside the country was pretty difficult at times during COVID. But yet we found we found, you know, the strength to do it anyways. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so we gotta go pretty far to be able to have those kind of locations, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. While we're chatting, I'm also doing a ton of research right now on Kane, because at first I came up with Kevin, but Kevin is his dad. Yeah, you're right. And he's Canadian, which is fantastic. Yeah. Because I'm Canadian, but like like any good Canadian who's made it successfully, he, he moved to the States. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet he... he uh, I'll, I'll keep my, my negative comments about the States to myself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet he regrets it now. Anyway, just wanted to slide that in there. Very cool. Now, you mentioned some stuff about COVID, which hit Italy pretty hard. What kind of considerations did you guys have in producing this album? Did it, did it change a lot for you guys? Did it take longer? Was it faster to produce the album? So, um, with COVID, we had definitely more time to, you know, focus mainly on the writing sessions and composing sessions. So, yeah, that gave us a lot of time. At the same time, by the way, we had we don't live all together, so I had the guys coming to my place, uh, like, twice per week. And so it was pretty difficult at the same time. But, you know, the world changed and now rock and roll is made in, Ita in Italy after Moneskin won the Euro uh, Eurovision. And uh, <laughs> it's like everything stopped for a second and, you know, and everything changed after that. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's a strange situation. I mean, we are super happy and proud to be Italian playing rock and roll these days. Gotta be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I'm looking at Moneskin right now. Okay, because being in North America, we don't pay attention to Eurovision. 
But, really? Yeah. But I've been I've been hearing a couple of things. Uh, I saw a Finnish metal band that had uh, made it in there. Blind Channel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, that was unique. Did you guys think about entering in Eurovision? Do you think you guys would fit in Eurovision? Oh yeah, with some of the songs, yeah, yeah. We will we will leave Fury Roads and Caliber Twenty Two for other you know occasions, but we will bring the. <laughs> <laughs> Most cast songs there, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Now you mentioned each song has its own story. Uh, yeah. Now the the album called Riverside Motel, and it the, the artwork is really dark. It kind of almost makes me think like it's a horror movie. Is that is that kind of the intention? What's going on with Riverside Motel? Yeah. Uh, you. I mean, interesting point of view. Uh, it's kind of a, a horror situation, um, and we are going to, you know, show to the people with the future videos our darker side, most definitely. <laughs> so Uh-oh. yeah, uh, you totally got the point. And the artwork are made by by my wife. She's a painter, and uh, um, she's like painting for real these kind of paintings, and then she put puts it into vector and. Uh, you know, to to have the final product. But yeah, each artwork also is very important because it's showing the people, you know, the main concept of the song. And uh, so, yeah, 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 absolutely. It's a pretty horror situation. And in Riverside Motel, we talk about, we talk a lot about all the strange shit that is happening to this world these days. <laughs> <laughs> there are some strange things happening. Yeah. In the... Uh in the world there. Yeah, I've got the artwork up right now, so that's fantastic. That's actually a painting. Yeah. Okay, and then there's you boys standing in the middle of the road, which is not safe. <laughs> and then, yeah, so is that two motels across the street from each other? I can, I can, I can show you something that you didn't see at first, probably. If you, if you look closely on the right side of the picture, you can clearly see uh, some letters like check check right under the S. If you check right under the S, there is a H I. Do you see that? I think so. And then if you go on the right again, there's there's written I life. Okay. Because we were super high when we wrote this album, so my wife put some strange stuff in the in this cover. In, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> cool. All right, so we got 13 tracks of Total Glory. Did you guys write all of these songs intended to be together as an album? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Trying to think if I have any other questions. Is there anything that you wanted to chat about specifically with regard to the album? I mean, I mean, we wrote we wrote something like fifty four songs for this album, and then we we chose the best thirteen. Uh, thirteen is a number we are really attached to, and uh, it's a lo- lucky number for us. And um, yeah, so it was a it was hard, you know, choosing between all those songs, but we are gonna save some of those songs for later. So we are already writing the second album. Like now, 
Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys able to play shows yet in Italy? We are in Italy. No, we are working on going on tour with some major bands in the near future. And so, yeah, uh, people, if you're following us, if you are a uh, Jack Snyder's fan, I mean, stay tuned because we are going to announce some tours pretty soon on our social media pages. So, yeah. Okay. And I'm on the Facebook page for Heavy Tones Recordings. Which is my studio, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a proper website or just a Facebook page? It's just a you know, just a Facebook page because um, actually um, that it's not it's not a business that you know here in Italy works that that well. So I'm kind of struggling, but um, yeah, it's a pretty well known studio over here where I live. So yeah, I'm happy with that. Okay, beautiful. I'm just looking at the pictures. I'm trying to tell. Is that Reaper? Uh, no, that's Studio One. Studio One. All right. Beautiful. We got a Studio One. It should be like a bell somewhere. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Confetti yeah. comes down. I love Studio One. It's my favorite. Oh. Okay. Let's talk about Studio One. And for anybody out there in podcast land who is currently wondering what in the world we're talking about, uh, there are different digital audio workstations that musicians can use to record. And uh, Pro Tools is still the industry standard for some reason. And then there's some other ones that are significantly better that people use. And Studio One is by a company called PreSonus. And it's a great little piece of software. Not a lot of people use it, though. But it's a great piece of software. But Jackson uses it. So take us through why you use it. Because it's pretty, I mean, uh, easy to understand as a doll. And uh, it's not that complicated. Also, the interface is pretty, is pretty well done. Um, and it offers some features that... In my opinion, Cubase just don't, and uh, even Logic Pro don't. So, I mean, you either go with Pro Tools, like you said, or maybe Ableton, or yeah, Cubase even, but I work with Presonus since day one, and I also have this mixer, which is the Studio Live 16. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm all into Studio One and Presonus, actually. I gotta be honest with you. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, a, little, it's a little underrated as a dog, but I highly recommend, you know, everybody to give it a try at least. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you can do a free trial on it, and I have done a free trial, and it is stunningly gorgeous. Like, the, everything about it makes sense. I think the only reason I didn't go with it was just because at the time, it was so new that the, nothing was available for it, no plugins or anything. So yeah. that's obviously changed, I'm sure, by now. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, and then I see a Kemper Profiler. Is that what we're hearing on the record? Uh, yeah, we use both that and a PV6150 uh, uh, Plus. Okay. So, yeah, we, we mixed, like, the digital and analog sound to have a more, more complete, you know, mm, sound in, in general mm-hmm. no that makes sense that happens a lot yeah very cool very cool all right so today we have chatted about kane Churko mastering the record we chatted about writing an album in covid we chatted about eurovision and how you guys are going to work on uh getting in there and winning that for italy yeah chatted about uh presona studio one stuff 
chatted about the music videos. We have uh, Fury Roads, Boom Boom, uh, which I think in Italian would be Bombazza, right? Bombazza or bom- <laughs> Not really, but no? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bombissima? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I turn, I see the future. There's a music video for that. And it came down to say hi. And I can't remember which one it is. One of these has a guest musician. Yeah, it's came down to say hi, yeah. Okay, so somebody, a guest, came down to say hi, and you thought, that's a cool name to call a song, so. It, it, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty strange way to call a song, actually. I know that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it it talks about, you know, if, you, if you've seen the video, you, you know what I'm talking about. But, I mean... Uh, there's this guy, you know, this stranger coming to this city and, uh, I mean, he gets in trouble with a local, you know, gang of, of gangster and, uh, and then, you know, talks about karma and, uh, yeah, it's mainly about karma to be totally fair with you. So, yeah, I don't know why we felt like we wanted to call that song that way. But I'm pretty sure there's a reason for that, but I, I don't remember it right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's cool. It looks like a Western. You guys got all the things going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did you write the song with a guest part uh, intended, or were you guys working on it and you thought, man, it'd be great if we had... Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what happened. We wrote that song uh, because we... We had that that concept in mind that we wanted to shoot a like a Western like cinematic video clip for that song, and then we first came with the general concept and idea and you know pictures in our heads, and then we wrote the soundtrack for those pictures. So, and when we heard the final version of the song, we felt I I felt like um, DD was the right person, you know, to to cover that solo part and then I uh, wrote to him we are close friends since since like 2016 and uh, and he was super pumped super happy about you know being a JD song and for us was an honor because he's a super super amazing musician and uh, yeah and so yeah that's it okay beautiful well, that concludes all of my questions, Jackson. So thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thank you for your time. 